This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The beer is cold and the wings are hot. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia on the Sports Leader 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan. Rochester. All right, you're back in the sports bar. It's Danger and Bataglia. Tuesday afternoon means we check in with Matt Perino, the Syracuse Post Standard, talks in Buffalo Bills. Matt, before we invited you in, we were just having a conversation about the punt god, uh, Matt Ariza. Look, he's still a free agent. We've got this new kind of report coming out from Yahoo that, that clears his name of pretty much anything criminal, although the civil suit is still out there. Should the Bills or, or should a team in general just be interested in what what Matt Ariza could bring to the table, I just was so impressed by his play in the preseason and think that as a special teamer, he can change the outcome of games with his leg. I mean, I think it's going to be a team-by-team situation. Like, how comfortable do you feel? You know, even with – I was actually listening to you guys uh, a few minutes ago, and it's like we still kind of don't know all the details of how that thing went between the Bills and Ariza, some kind of – muddled details of when the team found out and how open Ariza was about all of it. And you're right. This, this definitely paints, um, you know, his situation in a much different light. Uh, I still think there's elements to this story that are troubling either way, but yeah, I think that if you're a team that, you know, spends some time with him and gets to know his story and you're comfortable with the kid and what he's saying and where things are at, um, do I think he ends up back in the, in the league? Probably, right? Because at the end of the day, teams are looking for great players uh, at, at, at all positions. I'm more on the gene front, like, and it's why going back to when all this was happening, just looking at it from the Bills' perspective, it's like this is a lot of trouble for uh, somebody that, that the year before would have barely factored into the Bills' season, right? Like they barely punted the year before they drafted him. And this is a top-tier offense. It's just not a position where, you know, it's worth maybe the headache of it all. Mm. Um, and, and, and there's a deeper level to this. There's a, there's a nuanced conversation in there somewhere. But I think another part of this that we've learned is, like, we still don't have all the details of all of this. We've never even really heard from Matt Ariza. So even from that perspective, I don't feel comfortable really diving too far into the details because we don't really know the whole story. Yeah, and I, I guess if we have a situation like this, why and, – and again, I can't – we don't know what the Bills knew when they knew it, but we when we all learned this, the Bills made the decision, all right, we're just going to release you. And if I want to say what was Brandon Beans, you need to go take care of what you need to take care of. 
Matt, do we second guess the Bills for not putting Ariza on the commissioner's exempt list at that point? No. Um, I think this was a situation where if they came to that decision, my understanding is they wanted to you know, let him go figure this thing out, and they had to move forward with another plan. And it's also kind of pairs with why I don't think he'd be in there immediate or even long-term plans. They found a punter. I mean, Sam Martin came over from Denver and was excellent for them last season. And especially proving something that we never really got a chance to see anything from Ariza in, and that is an ability to, to punt in the weather. Like, it's one thing to have this lethal weapon of a, of a kicking, of a leg where you can kind of kick it 80 yards on the field, but how do you deal with the weather elements and the hang time and all those different questions that we weren't able to answer with him. So I think moving on and finding an answer at that position was a priority as part of that whole deal. And then they landed on a guy that they gave a three-year extension to this last offseason. So I think they're, they're pretty much set upon it. Matt Perino, the Syracuse Post Standard, our guest here on the Sports Bar. Danger and Bataglia, the big NFL news this week. We'll get a schedule come Thursday. We'll get some morsels, including the international schedule, including the Buffalo Bills uh, game in London, uh, as, as early as, well, if there's leaks, as early as the next 24 hours. Matt, um, I am on the, the team that once. Kansas City week one. I would love to see the Bills open the season on the kickoff in Arrowhead against the Chiefs to be the champs. You got to beat the champs. Everybody knows that. Yeah, I'm I'm open to, to any and all. Um, I'm also scrumming through this this schedule, and you look at these teams again, and it's like, what? What? what I know teams don't have more than six primetime games, right? That's usually the number six, seven. But, man, there's like 10 games that I can envision the Bills mm-hmm. playing in prime time and an opener. You know, there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot of excitement around, you know, that first Jets matchup. Like, is that something that makes sense? You go back a couple of years ago, I think it was like two straight seasons we, we saw the Bills and the Jets open their seasons against each other. So, I don't know. I, I, I don't think you can go wrong with this schedule. I mean, the only thing that might be, a, you know, a big <laughs> – Disappointment is made like a Denver Broncos type of game. Although you got the Russell Wilson story that I think is also, uh, as much as that's maybe like a third tier kind of ranking matchup, there's still some elements to it. Yeah, I always look, Matt, at when not just the prime time games, the opener, but when the bye week comes. And there's an interesting wrinkle to this this year because up until last year, uh, it was always, all right, you're going over to London. The following week is the bye. Well, who knew that you didn't necessarily have to do that? And I'd just be curious because I think from all indications that the London game is going to be in early to mid-October, I'm just wondering if Sean McDermott would like to have the bye there he's like, you know what, we're going to come back and play a home game there, and it's nice weather, and we'll get a good opponent, and uh, and leave the bye, because I would think, if you had your choice, I'd rather have the bye in November. Well, as somebody that's going to be traveling overseas, I'd, I'd like to buy to be the following week, but yeah, to your point, that makes that makes a lot of sense, right? Like, don't waste it. If you, if you push it off, um, you know, maybe you get it in a more advantageous spot later in the season. Um, and he, and you know how you know Sean McDermott is thinking through every potential uh, competitive advantage that they that they can kind of set in stone. They're going to do it. Uh, so I I do think that's a, a a really strong option. I'm interested to see who the matchup is. I think that you know some stuff that I've seen uh, floated out there is like um, talk about maybe the Raiders, uh, which I think would be a super fun matchup. Even though it's 
you know, not as juicy. They're not as good of a team, but there's a lot of fun uh, elements to their team. Devontae Adams and Jimmy Garoppolo and the Josh McDaniel experience, which we're – how long is that going to Is that going to make it through another season, guys? Right. I don't no, know. I don't think so. Matt Perino joining us here the Syracuse Post-Tenor talking some NFL schedule, which releases officially by the NFL on Thursdays. Is the Perino household preparing for another holiday season? With Daddy on the road, I mean, do you oh, think no. that the Bills are are on the road again this upcoming Thanksgiving, Matt? What, what's your take on on you know not only Thanksgiving but again we've got Christmas Eve and Christmas Day games to to look forward to on this schedule? I, I joke about it all the time with people. Like, I picked the best time to come back and cover this team. Right, they're finally <laughs> good. They're relevant. They're competitive every year. There's no, you know, they, they have a bunch of really you know superstars, and it's a fun team to cover. But with that comes. To your point, the, you know, excruciating conversations with the family about, you know, the holiday stuff. But, you know, Thanksgiving, I don't know if they end up putting them on Thanksgiving, but Black Friday is just about as bad. Uh, so if that ends up being the case, um, that'll be an interesting one. Although, I think I can maybe get, if it's like a, what time is the Black Friday game? Is it a night game? I think it's an afternoon, afternoon game. afternoon, yeah. Okay, so there goes that idea. I was going to say, try to get in maybe, uh early in the morning but you usually got to get out there a day ahead of time yeah um and then yeah the christmas eve all all that kind of stuff and if i could just try to be there for christmas morning that's like the goal um and then this last year we got um i was going to chicago and then that got canceled the last second so it was a uh, crisis averted uh but yeah that's always a challenge every year with this, this schedule I'm wondering another storyline here, too. Are Bills fans, it used to be, hey, we don't get the respect we deserve. We're not in prime time. Is it going to be this year, Matt, that, oh, my gosh, we're the defending divisional champs, and look at all this exposure that the New York Jets, is this going to be the reality that's going to be staring at us, that the league really wants the Jets front and center here coming up this season? I think, I don't know if, Fans will embrace that, but I'll tell you who will probably embrace it without ever saying so, and that is Sean McDermott and the Bills. I mean, they want that fly under the radar, chip on your shoulder, nobody believes in us mantra that they've been trying to create the last couple of years while all these people have been picking them to win the Super Bowl last year, you know? And so, yeah, I think fans will kind of struggle with that. I mean, they're the, the shiny new toy, the, the the Jets are. But again, and I think we talked about this in recent weeks, it's like, I don't know, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, they have a lot of talent around Aaron Rodgers, and that defense is really, really good. Matt, we, I guess, I go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to shift gears. I was just going to uh, ask you about something that we've uh, seen here over the course of the last couple of days from ESPN's Mike Clay. I don't know if you had the chance to look over his wide receiver unit ranks, his quarterback unit ranks. Uh, he's got the Bills ranked second at quarterback behind only Kansas City and just ahead of Cincinnati, who he has ranked third. But wide receiver is an interesting one for me when I look at where he has the Buffalo Bills ranked. And Gino, you and I haven't even really no. dived, uh, taken a deeper dive this, into this. Yeah. But he's got the Bills ranked 20th at wide receiver. Does that seem low, high, just about right? Yeah, I did see this. Um, I'd probably have them a little bit higher, but I think this is kind of indicative of the view of this group around the league. I mean, from conversations I've had all offseason, owners meetings, combine, you know, the jury's out on Gabe Davis. And I don't think people were overly enthralled with his year three, and I know that it's a contract year, 
But I think there's still plenty of questions about what the Bills have to offer outside of Stephon Diggs. And I think Diggs, you know, should probably slot them up a few spots. But I remember at the end of last season, I think it was that towards the end of the regular season, Chris Sims made a lot of headlines with, you know, being pretty straightforward about what he thought about the Bills' weapons outside of Stephon Diggs. And he got crushed on social media. I mean, obviously Bills Mafia likes to kind of come to the defense of their team and their players. I think there was some truth in there in, in, in the lack of weapons. Now, I like some of the things that they've done, but these are unproven commodities, especially in the Bills' offense. Okay, Deontay Hardy's in. Where does he kind of fit in with this group? Because you also have Khalil Shakir, who knows the system better, can play multiple spots. What, what, is the, his arrive, what does Hardy's arrival mean for Shakir? Then you have this wild card of Trent Sherfield. And, oh, by the way, you just traded up for a tight end who's going to play kind of like a wide receiver that you got to get on the field probably, what, 70%, 80% of the snaps? So how are you going to get all these, these folks involved? And there's, I think the ultimate question mark about all of this, and maybe where this ranking comes into play more than anything, is the confidence meter in Ken Dorsey around the league. Mine seems to be a little bit higher than the consensus. Like, I, if I was placing a, a, a confidence meter in, in Dorsey to get it figured out for this season and make the adjustments that necessary to get this offense going, I'd put it at about 80%. I think around the league, it might be hovering around 50, maybe even under that. And so if you don't think that the guy calling the plays can utilize the talent, then, of course, you're going to probably notch it a few down, a few spots uh, lower down than, than maybe the majority of people. Yeah, it's funny, Matt. Uh, it's 13-3, and three, and I'm listening to the show we carry in the evenings last night, BetMGM. We have Trista on with us. Every, they're killing Dorsey. And I'm like, they won 13 games. You know, it's 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 all about how you finish, I suppose, rather than well, how you start. I mean, how much criticism are we willing to give Dorsey, but almost how much, how much criticism are we willing to give the quarterback who, let's face it, last season – he made some really boneheaded decisions on the field and had a lot of uh, poorly timed red zone turnovers as well. For sure. And, I mean, there was, there's a lot of elements to it, and I think both, both deserve some of the, the blame for that. And I think, you know, other guys deserve part of the blame too. I mean, like the skill position guys, you know, I think Dawson Knox can wear some of that. Isaiah McKenzie was largely ineffective, especially in the second half of the season. And I think that, what we learned is the benefit of Dable more than anything for me was his ability to have a, a, a better than anybody knowledge of his personnel, the system that he kind of crafted around that personnel over the years, and then have ways to pivot when things weren't working over the years, especially when they were really good in 2020 and 2021. And I just don't know if Ken, Dor- Ken Dorsey had as many deck shuffles as, as Dable did. And, you know, it looked like they were just searching for answers down the stretch. And the frustration that we saw from Stefan Diggs to me really felt, you felt that. And I think that was part of the problem is just like, okay, they did, they, they changed the offense a little bit. They were running more. They had to deal with the injury to Allen. Uh, you mentioned the kind of careless play at times from the quarterback and all of those things that they were dealing with. And they, and they, they just never could find that cohesive, um, consistency that they found at the end of 2021 when they were just scorched earth in the playoffs. 
Yeah, and and my criticism of the clay rankings is this, Matt. It's that well, <laughs> Kansas City. That's you can't say the Chiefs. It should be receiving weapons like Travis Kelsey. You can't just push off on an island. Like who exactly is Mahomes throwing to? Which leads me back to Kincaid, where I'm just fascinated. Are the Bills going? How are they going to utilize him? Will they use him as much as fans would like? Um, as this kind of sets us up for. Our first viewing here, rookie mining cap, and I'm sure Kincaid being the number one story. What are some of the other things you'll be looking for uh, coming up Friday as Sean McDermott will talk to reporters and and we'll get our first taste here of the the rookies coming in. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun to you know see what Dorian Williams looks like running around in the field. Um, you know, what there was a report earlier this week from Jeremy Fowler uh, from ESPN that uh, you know kind of you know, had a little mini prediction in it after talking to executives around the league and, and the skill set that Williams brings in and, and maybe him being the fit to replace Tremaine Edmonds, even though the Bills have kind of talked that back a little bit after drafting him. I don't think they want to put too much on his plate too soon or, you know, get the ex- expectations going. But I'm, I'm really interested to see what he looks like out there, his comfort level on the practice field. I and mean, we had a year last year to watch up close and personal as Terrell Bernard kind of went through everything in the shadows, right? Because Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano were there. They were starting. There was never a chance or a path to a significant role for Bernard. But now there is. It's all hands on deck. It's all systems go, and anybody that wants can come and take this job. And so I'm very interested to see, you know, if maybe there's uh, some young – sometimes some of the younger players end up at um, a rookie minicamp, like if a bail inspector who's been um, at the building all off season. Uh, you wonder uh, what his eligibility for that is, if he can kind of hang around and participate. Um, they seem to have some of those guys every year. So, Matt, what is he? What is Williams? I mean, we, we've heard from the team that they consider him more a, a will. You know, we, we we all kind of envision that he could be a guy that could step into Tremaine Edmonds' role, but that's not necessarily what the team is telling us. What is he? I think he's kind of a hybrid. I think that they're they're going to hope to – get something out of them um, this season. I, I don't think that you spend that draft pick on a guy. I know that they like building for the future and everything like that, but I do think the speed factor to me is what I think that they're most excited about. Now we'll see how that translates and if he plays fast like that. And, and it's only you're only going to see so much of that this week at, at rookie mini camp. We'll see more once we hit uh, the old uh, – think John Fisher in a couple months. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man, I can't wait. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, I think Williams is uh, – I think that they're hoping for him to be the middle linebacker. I, I think that, you know, they also love Terrell Bernard. So, I, I, I don't know. It comes down to who I think shows the ability to handle the chaos at times that's back there. Who do they feel more comfortable with if they ask one of them to call the plays. And I don't necessarily think that it has to be the middle linebacker calls the defense. I know Sean has talked a lot about that. They have Jordan Poyer. They have Matt Milano. They have Tredavious White. I think they could probably figure something out if they had to. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited to see him. I'm also excited to see Nick Broker, uh, the, the rookie offensive lineman, can play all five spots. I'd like to see kind of what they do with him um, because I think that he is going to – he all of a sudden makes the seats – a little bit hot for the Ike Butkers of the world and the Tommy Doyles of the world. And um, if this kid comes in and looks like he's got it all figured out from, an, from, from early on, especially before we even get to training camp, I think that could put a lot of pressure on in that, in that uh, roster battle. All right, so Matt, you you might have you said you were listening earlier, um, and, and maybe you caught this earlier. 
I was just stunned as I'm going to a college reunion that my wife for one evening bought five dresses. Is it, it, would would Ms. Perino do such a thing? Um. So she bought five dresses because she didn't know which one she was going to wear, and then she was making a game time decision and was going to take back the other four, or potentially maybe even all five. She would. She said she would take back four, but I know that's not going to be the case. She'll take back one or two. <laughs> oh yeah, see that's tough. It's a great play, uh, but yeah, been there, experienced that. I don't have a huge problem with it. Um, listen, I sometimes you go to the ice cream shop and maybe you want a little chocolate, maybe a little vanilla, strawberry, a little mint chocolate chip. Get them, get them all. You know, to sample them all. Just see how you're feeling. Uh, once it's uh, a game time decision. Yeah, and I think if you're Gene or if you're myself, you, you look at your your significant other and think, I don't care how many dre- as many as it takes for you to feel like you look good next to somebody as schleppy as we look. That will be uh, that will be. Oh, I appreciate that you you use we instead of Gene. No, I said we. Yeah, I, I include right, myself yeah. in that as well because my my wife is the same way. As many dresses as it takes, <laughs> whatever it takes for you to feel confident standing next to a schlep like me. Yeah, great. Whatever I love the idea that you even want to look as good as you look next to me. Yeah, and I'm all for happy wife, happy life. And you just want to put them, you want to lift them up and let them just enjoy themselves. Yes. I, I, I like where your heads are at. Matt, uh, when does the next show podcast kind of drop there? When's your next appearance? Set us up here, bud. We're kind of TBD here at the moment. Uh, the, the plan was to do tomorrow night. But I feel like that could be maybe potentially a lot. We don't have a guest this week, so um, well, probably going to be Gene live. just fell over. He just <laughs> whoa, whoa. He, he just had some kind of an episode. I don't know what just happened over there. Um, there might be a potential opportunity. Uh, I don't want to commit to anything live on the radio, <laughs> uh, but please send me a note yeah. uh, afterwards. Uh, but we got Thursday night, probably after the schedule, perhaps uh, maybe. Uh, Friday with the rookie mini camp, we'll definitely do one after that. So we're just going to kind of play it by ear. Uh, keep it locked on to the Shout uh, YouTube channel. It gives you a notification when we're going to go live. So as soon as I have the time and date, that will be updated. You'll get a notification. And then uh, a week from Saturday, May 20th, uh, back live at Wingnuts. I know the Rochester crew is like, all right, we want some shows at Rochester. We're working on that. Mm-hmm. But listen, if you want to come up to Buffalo for the day, make a day out of it, it's going to be beautiful. Go down to the... Go down to the water, go down to the harbor, do a little downtown, uh, and then stop over at Wingnuts at night and hang out, watch a, a live shout show. Do it. And, it oh, and, and then my disclaimer, again, when you put in Wingnuts to the phone, it's it's froth at you know, the Wingnuts inside yeah. there. So yeah. Seven hundred military road. If you look for me on Facebook, um, the event page is under my name. So you could just uh respond to that and then I'll give you the directions are right on um, the event page. And nothing like Gene Battaglia putting our guests on the spot live on the radio as he's known it's to do. Tradition unlike any. It's other. unbelievable. By Matt, the way, I put Elena on the spot too yesterday. Oh, she said right on the air, Boy, I appreciate you putting me on the spot about the garbage play. She didn't like that. Not well, awkward not. or uncomfortable at all. Say? What did she say? Is she going to eat him? She's polite, Matt. You know Elena. She's very polite. She said, you know what? I feel like I have to try it again because I don't know if I had a good one the first time or what. <laughs> it was her way of saying I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, it was her way of saying, sure, I'll humor you guys, even though the first garbage plate I had really didn't sit well with me. Yeah, well, I would like an invite to that if she does agree to eat one, uh, and I will uh, definitely film it for her. We're hanging. Uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. That's good.
Can't yeah. wait. All right. All right, Matt, thanks for your time as always, man. Talk to you soon. Take care, guys. There he is, Matt Perino. By the way, Gino, the the Kansas City Chiefs on that list, the Mike Clay list of wide receiver units in uh, the NFL, behind the Buffalo Bills, they're ranked 26th. But see, like, shouldn't it be just receiving targets? I, I like it's blurry between Kelsey. Like, how many times does Kelsey actually stay in and provide that block that springs a running back sure. off the edge? That's not his purpose. Yeah, look, I uh, I love the debate that's going to continue to rage on since the drafting of Dalton Kincaid because everybody that is pro-Kincaid and loves the pick views him as that. Oh, well, he's not really a tight end. He's a pass-catching weapon. He's a tight end. He's a tight end, and if you want a pass-catching weapon, then you should have drafted a wide receiver because when the season is over and you look at what, what you know, the other guy with Jackson Smith and Jigba or what Zay Flowers, I any get, of those guys. I get that, and I'm sure that— are not going to have the numbers. We'll never know if that was plan A, but I go back to two years ago before Dawson Knox got his contract where Brandon Bean at the season-ending press conference said he wanted one of these toys. Meaning a tight end like Travis Kelsey. Well, let's see. Let's see if they actually utilize them the way that they've said they've wanted to utilize their tight ends for some time now. Uh, we got to take a break here. Come back. It's time for I'll Drink to That. We've got some takes on tap. I've got a six-pack of best bets. My favorite plays from tonight's action in the NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball. I'm horrified at this thought in the National Hockey League. Also, Mike Greenberg had this take that at first upset me on the NBA. And then I thought about it, and I'm like, oh boy, this is divisive, and I'm wondering if this team will actually do this, because I think it would actually help them perhaps even get to the finals. I'll drink to that. It's on the way next. We've got some takes on tap. You are in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia on the fan, Rochester. It's Mike Danger for FanDuel Sportsbook, official partner of 95.7 The Fan. We're going to talk some NBA playoffs here in a little bit, and you could turn crossovers into cash with FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash Mike right now. Place a $5 bet, and you'll get an instant $150 in bonus bets, whether your bet wins or loses. And I'll share my my favorite plays for tonight coming up here in just a few minutes in the Danger Zone. Know that when you when you win on an app that is safe and secure, you will get paid instantly. And check out FanDuel every day for great promotions. There's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash Mike. Sign up to get $150 in bonus bets when you bet your first five bucks. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus and physically present in New York. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.